0: I'm Simon King, and this is What's Wrong. Uh, I am uh, doing a little car cast here, guys. Uh, so just be aware that that's why it might sound a little bit odd. Uh, thank you so much to everyone who's been listening. Before we get into What's Wrong this week, I just want to say thank you so much to everyone who's been listening. Uh, we're getting a lot more people on board, and I'm really enjoying it. And you're uh, liking the fact that I've come back and sort of found my uh, found my uh, my uh, mojo again. I guess you could say that I got my groove back, my groove. Um, yeah, I um. Uh, I encourage you, please, to uh, write in. Uh, send me a letter at www.skpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can get in touch with me, and uh, what you, you can get something to complain about. You got something you want to you bitch and moat about? You, what do you, you want to talk about? You know? You got a philosophical discussion you want to make, argument you want to make? You want to have a discussion about something? I'll one way. Uh, that would be the place to do it. And uh, follow my podcast at www.skpodcast.com on Twitter, and you can also subscribe to my Facebook group. There's a lot of shit going on, guys. I started doing some shows again, which is great. I did a, a cool show called The Meltdown last night, which was really fun. Big shout-out to the MB, Mars Bartlett and Talabois uh, Salon, and Tanner uh, for, McCoolman uh, for running that thing. Super cool. Uh, it was a great, fun time to do. Got to try out some new impressions. Got to do something I've been working on for a while, which was my... Uh, Sand person from Star Trek, uh, Star Wars, uh, doing this Star Trek. I just watched a bunch of dorks heads explode. Uh, my sand person from Star, uh, Star Wars doing stand up. It just happened to be, they were talking about sand people last night and I was like, you know what? I'm going to fucking bring that up. It was a lot of fun. You can find that online too. If you don't want to get out of the house, if you're not in Vancouver and you can't do it, it's at the Havana theaters on Sundays, but it's definitely, um, worth your time. You can find it online. I'm not sure how they find it. Just find comedy meltdown. You can do it. I'm not, I'm not your dad. Do your shit. Anyway. Um, last, uh, last week's podcast, we did about defund the police. Um, and we've done, uh, I I tried to do one about victimhood. I just couldn't make it work. I will make it work. I'm going to revisit that topic. I want to do it, but so far I've not been able to, um, to make it work. And, uh, and uh, I, you know, and the argument that I made, I'm not going to do it today, but the argument that I was making was that some people wallow in victimhood and they actually weaponize their, um, their victimhood, that's the idea. Like, not, that, not that there aren't legitimate victims, of course there are, but there's some people that like seek that as a form of validation. Difficult argument to make, very hard, especially in this time. And that actually leads me into the conversation I want to have today. Conversation, I use that term loosely, but about the idea that people are taking things without context. One of the things you see, one of the reasons people get cancelled, quote unquote, so much, or people go after people, is because people uh, are willfully ignoring context, willfully ignoring, you know, the idea that you could just make something, whatever can be done to make something fit people's personal narrative seems to be happening right now. The idea that you can remove context from an equation and all of a sudden it, that the words have the same intent is ridiculous. Context and intent are very important. Intent is the most important thing. It is the most important thing because intent is what's in someone's heart or how they feel or what they're trying to do. Um, communication is hugely important, but we put so much more emphasis, emphasis on communication than intent these days that you know people have a certain set of skills with which to communicate right They, they know certain amounts of words, they know how to do they know how to, to contact how to communicate certain thoughts to different people. obviously I'm having a problem with it, but you know what I mean? like the idea that, that everyone has the same skill set is uh, exclusionary. And quite frankly, it's wordist. That's the thing, is that you're assuming that because someone says something, they mean something. That's not always the case. It is largely the case, but you have to always have that gray area and allow for the fact that some people may not be able to get out in any way, whether it's with their art form, whatever, exactly what they really want to express. And so... You have to be conscious of intent. Intent is super important. With hand in hand with intent is context. Context is super important too. You know? Like if you say, uh, you should never say the word retard. You should never say that word. Okay. What if I just said, you should never say the word retard? And if I say the R word and someone doesn't know what I mean, I go, you should never say the R word. Because everything can't be just the blank word. You should never say retard. Okay. So I won't say retard. You should never say the R word. What's the R word? I can't explain it. Well, what is it? I I don't know what to not say. Well, I can't can't explain it. You'll have to just guess. Okay, well, I won't ever say reduction again. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you can't. So obviously, you know, not everything. People live in this really weird world where, and I think the purpose of it is that they want to attack. I think that's why people specifically do not, See context properly or specifically misread intent is because they want to uh, they want to feel good by attacking it feels good to attack and that 's what sadly we have to accept the fact that is where a lot of human beings are. It feels good to attack other people it feels good to be morally superior it feels good to pretend you have the high ground even if you don 't and and so people have taken those emotions to the extreme and the dopamine response they get from making other people feel like garbage or specifically... I mean, you can specifically misread intent almost, or or, or, uh, you can specifically misread um, uh, someone's intent or someone's... uh, Like, specifically lose the context for anybody in any situation. You could do that if you wanted to. I mean, you could take anything out of context and it can sound really weird. Take anything from my podcast and just turn it into something. You can. You can turn it into anything you want because, uh, you know, a, a conversation or a point or something is a, is a jigsaw puzzle of words and emotions and intent and, and desire and all sorts of other things. Human communication is very, very layered. One of the problems we're having with our new text-based society is that text does not even have close to as many layers as actual verbal communication does. It's very difficult. We've all had that situation where someone, like I have a friend He's like one of the nicest guys in the world, and he's always happy and he's always in a good mood, but if you texted with him, you'd think he hated you just because the way he responds in text is very short, it's very upfront. I'm the opposite, I overdo it. I often, people say to me like, your emails are like way too like, not deferential, but just like, oh, how are you? I hope you're all right, hey, anyway. So like, I just don't get to the point quickly enough because I'm afraid that people won't like me. There's that thing that happens in communication that is, uh, is well, as we know, the majority of communication is nonverbal. So you remove that from the equation right there. And then if you take out all the subtleties in regular verbal conversation, now you're really up the fucking creek. And so it's really easy to then take just black text, just black text on a white screen and just turn that into whatever you want it to be. I think I want this to say this now. I think I want this to be this. You should never say the word retard. Hey, Simon just said retard. Let's do that. You know what I mean? And I know that that just saying it is bothering people that I'm saying it. But I'm I'm saying it to make the point. You know who I am. You know the context. You know the intent. You know what I'm saying. You know why. But if you were to take a text transcript of this, it would just be, hey, this guy kept saying it. And that's the problem. Is the context of it. What context is the word being said in? What context is that? If you say... Uh, If you say, uh, you know, you say something hateful toward trans people, well, we can tell if it's hateful, right? But if you say, I don't understand, am I supposed to say they, them? I'm not sure. If you just put that in text, it doesn't look like a question. It goes, what am I supposed to say, they, them? Like, I don't understand. Like, it, it, it can be read as me being, that's maybe not the best example, but I think you're understanding what I'm saying. That may be... The, the one of the biggest problems we're having is that things that are in context, like they do this with clickbait. You know, things are taken out of context with clickbait headlines and stuff, and make people make situations appear totally, totally different than they are. Um, but you can do that with individual conversations. I mean, if you took some people's texts, you know, if you didn't know, if you open most people's text messages and look at them, I bet you there's a bunch of jokes in there that are offensive. Most people, like, was that Bill Burr said he's like, if all your conversations were public, you'd be fired tomorrow. Well, that's true of, of like, yeah, because. You know, like, I communicate with very good friends differently than I communicate with strangers, as we all do. Because my very good friends know me. They know my history. They know what my heart is. They know how, I'm, how I intent And that's the context of our friendship. In the context of our relationship, they understand my sense of humor. Comedians, particularly, often have very, very dark senses of humor. And we make jokes all the time that can seem appalling. And that's one of the problems that I had with social media was that you would make a joke and someone's like, you can't make that joke. And I go, in the context of who I am, you should understand what the intent is. In the context of the person, the intent is this. In the context of Simon often uses humor to deal with tragic events, the intent is clearly not to rub people's face in it. The intent is clearly to alleviate that distress. Maybe it's a selfish intent. Indeed, it could be. But the point is, you have to then... You, you, you know what I mean? Like that They have to work together. Context and intent live in harmony, or they should. When you remove the subtleties of verbal communication, you often remove intent and that can fuck with context. I mean, context is a little more important because you can read in context what someone has said and it no longer belongs, you know, intent is hard to, but like I said, intent often is brought about through context, right? You know, I believe that we should all rise up together and no one should be yelling, kill Whitey." As opposed to if you just put, kill Whitey. Well, this person said, kill Whitey? Well, no. In the context, it was very clearly that no one should be doing that. You know what I mean? And the fact that we have to have these sorts of discussions um, with older people is ridiculous. With younger people, I understand, because younger people, particularly people who are raised on the internet generation... You know, if you're if you're 10, 12, 15 years old, maybe 20 years old even, maybe 20... Um, It may be harder for you to make those differentiations because if you haven't been given the tools, like I said, it's the tools of communication. You have to learn those tools. A baby doesn't know how to speak a language. You have to, the baby absorbs that language and then learns how to speak. And they almost always learn to speak in context. They learn to speak with conversation. That's why it's easier to learn a language when you're dropped in it. Immersion. It's necessary, right? And if you take human beings and you put like 50% of their life is no longer in the immersion of being able to talk to and being able to read intent via verbal communication or even, you know, in person, if you take that out, well, then they're missing a certain amount of skill set that may make it harder for them to read. Like if you or I uh, say something and it's just left in the ether for someone else to interpret, well, then you're dealing with a situation where it's like, well, someone else is is going to interpret it however they want. You're not even there to argue your point. And that's why you have to be careful when you write things in text. But the understanding is that when you write things in text, the general understanding is it will be taken in the context of which it was intended, Right. So the problem is, is now in these worlds of 140 characters or 280 characters or short Facebook statuses or arguments on the Internet or everything else or text messages, it's really hard to A, people are lazy and don't necessarily always put together what they need to in terms of the framework for the argument, and B... Uh, It's a different kind of communication. We are learning the the English language particularly, but language in general. I can only speak to the English language because that's how I communicate. The English language and and the way we communicate are undergoing fundamental shifts. Things are changing very, very, very rapidly. And we're expecting, you know, generations like mine and the ones before me, which, you know, grew up analog and, and had digital thrust upon them. And generations after mine, which grew up digital. We're expecting everyone to be on the same page. And they're not. They can't be. They don't have the same frame of reference. If you took someone from 1850 and dropped them in today, their fucking head would explode. Not just the technology, just the way we communicate. None of it makes sense. It's very, very difficult. That's why a lot of people have a hard time watching Shakespeare or understanding it. And that's actually easier than the other way around. The way we communicate now is so fundamentally different from anything else. It's closer to telepathy than anything else. It's, sentences are half finished, and words are half done, and things are all shortened down. And this, you know, we get to a point where we expect the other person to be able to pick up the slack. And the problem is twofold. One, the other person often cannot pick up the slack. And and the other problem is is that the other person can then invent the context, or they can invent the intent. So when you have a communication with someone in person, you go, hey, it's nice to meet you. Um, you know, it's like, oh, oh, it's great to see you. I didn't expect to see you here. That's like, oh, it's great to see you. I didn't expect to see you here. Oh, that's a very pleasant thing. But if you read it, you could read it as, oh, I didn't expect to see you. It's nice to see you here. Like, you could read it like that if you want. Now, obviously, you're not necessarily going to do that, but you could. And that's the difficulty of interpretation that comes without the ability to read intent and context. Now, the context comes into handy with text because if you'd be like, uh, I walked up to her at a party uh, smiling and said, oh, you know, it's nice to see you. I didn't expect to see you here. Then you know the context of it. Well, I'm smiling. I walked up to the person. So I approached them. I'm smiling. I was happy. Or I walked up to the person with a sour look on my face. I didn't expect to see you here. What are you doing here? Well, then there you go. That's that's very simple contextual placement in the context to make it make sense. But if you take out those initial sentences, then I didn't expect to see you here. What are you doing here? That or whatever, whatever I said, I can't remember now um, sits in and of it sits by itself and can be then left over to complete broad interpretation. And that is the difficulty we are having. One of the difficulties we're having because initially that could lead to misunderstandings. But if people choose, they could make it a misunderstanding. They could make it not more than a misunderstanding, They make it something they want. Hey, get out of here. You know, oh, get out of here. What are you, silly? What are you, stupid? Get out of here. Like, that's fun, okay? What are you, stupid? Get out of here. Like, that's how it could be. And he yelled at me, What are you, stupid? Get out of here. No, I said to him, What are you, stupid? Get out of here. Like, we're playing a joke. Like, so that's the point. I think Bill Burr actually did a great bit about this when it comes to, he said, she said, when it, uh, when it comes to um, uh, sexual harassment and stuff. And uh, he made a good point that, uh, you know, although, you, you know, the idea that you can just Immediately know what intent was without without being in a the, in the situation or without is, is often difficult. Now, some things are more cut and dry. I'm going to fucking kill you, dude. There's a guy. Hold on a second. There's a guy wearing a cape walking down the street. Hell yeah, cape. Fuck yeah, cape. Sorry. I used to have a big bit about a cape. How like if I had a cape, I'd just drive around in a Miata with my cape flipping around. Here, try to pull me over now, motherfucker. You know what I mean? you are not going to arrest a guy in a cape. If you know someone with a cape, you don't, they don't, you don't hang out with you a lot. You know why? Because you don't have a cape. You're not fucking worth it. Anyway, so the point is, sorry, I got distracted. See, right there. And I mean, that was just, that was out of context. Didn't make sense. Just out of nowhere. Non sequitur. Boom. So weird. Penguin. Anyway, listen, I think, I think this point is, is not something that, is lost on that many people. I think a lot of people understand that one of the major communication issues we're having in this day and age with all our digital technology and all our connection and everything is that we talk less and we text more. We, we communicate through email and online more than ever, and it will only get worse, and we're losing the human-touching conversation. We are ceasing to be able to express desire, intent, context, emotion uh, in the easy Laissez-faire way we always did. We take for granted how easy it is to communicate verbally if you're obviously capable of it. Um, with other human beings, what your intent are or what, you're, what you want, what yours are. I don't want to go out for food. Uh, yeah. I'll st- Let's stay in. That's a really easy way to basically express a couple things like, ah, I feel kind of lazy and I don't really want to go out. And I don't know what I want. Blah, 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 blah. That's a very rich and interesting way of communicating and We have developed this fantastic way of doing it species-wide, but like I said, I can only speak specifically for English and a little bit of Mandarin, but I'm not doing great with that, Um, about communication. Uh, You know, we've got this incredibly rich texture of communication, and we enjoy even people who are don't have the ability to speak or or, or or use sign language. Even then, with body language and with you can still express a lot of intent, a lot of feeling. Uh, but text is cold and empty and two-dimensional, and and it's very very disconnected from the human experience. You are jamming a a technological interface between you and another person. However, that is done. And that's a difficult place to be. It already, back in the old days, when they would first started doing newspapers and print and stuff, you know, it was very easy to be misquoted or, you know, not misquoted, but like taken out of context and moved around and manipulation starts there. Manipulation for whatever needs you have, whatever you want, is very easy to do uh, when context is removed. The more context, the more difficult it is to manipulate things for what you want, by and large. And I think that's the situation that we're dealing with because so much context is removed and thereby intent removed that it's very easy to interpret anything anybody says as something you choose it to be. And that's not always, you know, people don't always mean to do that, you know? They don't always go, well, I'm going to interpret this the way I want. It's just that everyone has their own specific experiences and their own narratives and their own beliefs and their own whatever is going on in their head, and it colors the way they perceive the world. And if your perception is such that you are perpetually feeling persecuted, then you will read into everything that everyone does as persecution. If your perception is such that you are perpetually feeling um, attacked, you will read that. If your perception is such as you are perpetually feeling the want to control other people and manipulate the way people see the world, you can do that with a lot more latitude and movement than you ever had before nowadays. And until we learn how to, I mean, I'm teaching my son already, I'm teaching my child that the world online is very different than the world in, in real life. It's very, very different. People represent themselves differently. They behave differently. They communicate much differently. There's much more um, black and white, no gray area, much more uh, assuredness of opinion, you know, and, and it's not always a bad thing, but it's important that we understand why, uh, you know, removing context and intent can have such a detrimental effect to communication. I don't know if any of that made sense at all, but you can go back and listen to the podcast. And in the context of the podcast, try and figure out what the fuck I was talking about. I think that we are undergoing a sea change as a species, and this is a very exciting time to be alive. It's one of the, you know, when you look at history, you think of the big events as happening back to back. Oh, you know the 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 the, the siege of uh, Leningrad was right back to back with the end of the war, or what, whatever was going on. You know what I mean? Like well, that's not a good example, but like something big from like you think of uh, you think of like Julius Caesar and the establishment of the empire being right next door to Nero, but you know they're a hundred years apart or whatever they were. So this this but you don't realize that. It, in history, you don't look at that. You just look at it as these events happen next door to each other because the way we learn history. Well, you know, the 20th century was a very eventful one. It was a hugely eventful century. The 21st century has been eventful, more eventful still. And what we're going through now might be one of the most significant changes in the history of the species. It might be for many different reasons, including existential threats such as the environment, um, but also in the way we communicate, in the way we deal with each other, in the way the way we start to look at our lives and the way we deal with our power structures and our economies and everything, I think we may be looking at possibly the most important time in human history. And I don't say that lightly. But the reason I say it is because I think we are at the point now where we very well might not make it through this. Like for, you know, a few hundred years and then that's it after this. Or this could be the thing that kicks us into the... Uh, you know, the, whatever, the, the Star Trek universe that we're going to end up in. Who knows? I'm very excited to see where we end up. Uh, yeah, hit me up on the podcasts, hit me up on the, the Twitters and the, the things and, you know, all that other stuff and, uh, we'll, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll communicate. Send me stuff you want to talk about, anything you want to chat about, let's do it. Let's send me a letter. Uh, I'm very happy you're listening to the podcast. Please rate and review and, uh, come out and catch a show when I go back on the road again soon. I'm, I've got a, I've got an exciting announcement coming soon i'm going back on the road at some point um you know we're going to try and start doing more shows i 'm just doing shows locally right now, but we'll try and do some more shows and we'll get out there and uh we'll start making people laugh i 've got some really fucked up new jokes because everything's strange um so yeah i uh, i uh, I hope to see your faces out there and um like I said, do me a favor and rate and review the podcast and we'll get the uh, get the word out and if you uh, you know, if you don't agree with something I've said, Hey, feel free to write in as well. I, I don't just want to hear from people who are, uh, you know, don't be a sheep, man. Don't fucking just follow what I say. Like, that's not the whole point of my podcast is to not just randomly follow. Like if you're, if you're not questioning what I'm saying, then you're not really getting what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Not that you don't, you can't agree with me. If you do agree with me, that's great. Cause I'd like to get it right. But bottom line is if you don't, you know, I don't know. Some like guys just crossing the street. I don't know what's going on here. you just walking across the street. Nope who knows what's happening uh sorry this is the problem with doing a podcast while you drive is you still have to kind of focus on driving and probably breaking some sort of law definitely breaking some sort of law uh yeah anyway that's what's wrong this week